Hey there, folks. Welcome to uh, welcome to Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. My name is Stephen Craig. I am the host and author of uh, I'm the host and author of Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. Thank you, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate that. Seriously, I appreciate it. I appreciate you. I appreciate y'all today. Uh, happy Thursday. We're uh, we come to you each and every Thursday. So happy to be here and. Um, and this week's column, um, this week's column has to do with critical race theory. Uh, you guys probably check out the, uh, you can check out like the topic ahead of time. As you, if you're looking on any of your um, podcast sites, you can tell what uh, what we're going to be talking about this week. And um, as I said, this this week's about critical race theory. And uh, get get ready, get ready to get out your pen and paper and. Listen to me. I'm so flipping old school talking about pen and paper. Uh, get ready to get out your keyboards and type me angry emails uh, if you're so if you so choose. Um, it's I, I wouldn't be the first one I got this week. Um, and to be honest, a big part of this, I, I've been surprised to see critical race theory. To be to be perfectly honest, I've been surprised to see it come to the forefront recently, um, largely because it, it shouldn't be all that debatable. Um, at one point during the column, I, I say something along the lines of critical race theory. It shouldn't even be a thing. It should just be called American history. It is truth. And um, and it's, of course, become this um, this political buzzword uh, that rallies conservatives around uh, the notion of uh, trying to get people out of school, uh, trying to get uh, political action against getting critical race theory out of schools. And um, a bit of this was prompted in my own kids' school district, um, and they, my kids go to a charter school within Douglas County, Colorado, and uh, so as such, uh, there, while a good portion of um, the policies that are set under that um, do align with the with the district, the DC, DCSD, the school district itself, um, they don't have to, and. Um, and in this regard, they are not governed by the superintendent of schools or by the uh, decisions that the school board makes. So for that, I am very grateful because what happened recently uh, was Douglas County, while a good portion of Colorado and, and certainly a good portion of the Denver metro area does lean um, towards the left progressive agenda, um, Douglas County is the one sort of major metropolitan county that does lean in the right in the direction of the right and uh in this last year um a the, there's a seven person uh the board of education uh, this, the this school district is uh run by a seven person board and four of those seats were up this past year and a conservative block ran um under the auspices of getting rid of the mass mandates which to be honest most of the schools were in Douglas County, we're getting rid of anyway. So it was kind of a smoke show in that regard. And the second one was on critical race theory. And um, and so this board, now this goes beyond the, the idea of critical race theory, but the, the board itself um, elected just in whatever it was in November, uh, came out um, and immediately, we're, we're, we're two months later, <laughs> and they... By, surreptitiously, by the way, went behind the back of the other three board members had held private meetings illegally. Okay, like these meetings were ran completely contrary to um, ran completely contrary to the open uh, meeting laws here within the state of Colorado, and 
Um, and they basically uh, ramrodded through the firing of uh, Corey Wise, who is a devoted employee for 26 years. And um, it was awful. And the whole thing was was absolutely horrible. Um, and I suggest if you if you whether you live in the state of Colorado or not, look it up because it's it, it's just what's going on in, in school boards and in schools across the country is that um, conservatives are pushing this idea of critical race theory. Now, the one of the people I got into, you know, I was um, posting my opinion about this on uh, on the Douglas County um, social media site and had. An individual respond back to me suggesting, um, number one, that the reason why these people have been elected were to get rid of critical race theory. And I, I asked, uh, um, because of the fact that I, I genuinely feel like people, these people that are so angry about what critical race theory is uh, and its potential endangerment of their children don't have a, an absolute clue about what it actually is. And so I, I asked him, what is critical race theory? And he was clearly dodging the question. And then proceeded to say, I won't have this conversation with a racist telling me that I was a racist for, for being in favor. And, I, and I, by the way, I had never said one way or another whether I supported or did not support critical race theory. But he, of course, assumed to, by my question, assumed that I did. Um, another individual sort of chimed in on that same thread and said, well, Douglas County has never taught critical race theory. Why could you give one instance of one class anywhere within the district and the you know, there are several thousand students in it. It's a, Douglas County is a large district, and the person throughout there, can you give one example in one class where critical race theory has been taught? And uh, the person, again, refused to answer that as well. Um, and so really, it's become this political dog whistle. Um, that, that, and I think that people really have no flipping clue what it's about. And so that brought me to the idea that perhaps, perhaps it's about time to decide, discuss what exactly critical race theory is, um, and more important, perhaps maybe more importantly, what it's not. And then to get to an idea about what educational standards are, because our educators shouldn't be in the position of trying to be, make political agendas one way or another. Um, if it was this idea of um, trying to use uh, critical race theory as a way of pushing a leftist political agenda, I wouldn't be in favor of that either. What educators should be in the business of is teaching truth and the fact is is that american history is a history of racism we've had a long history of racism in this country you, you can't deny that you can't and so with that i give you this week's column called crt crt critical race truthiness that's that's what crt really stands for at least that's what it's going to stand for from here on out. Well, there sure seems to be a lot of discussion about CRT or critical race theory these days, especially since most of the people using the term seem to have, or most of the people tossing the term around appear to have absolutely no idea what it really means. CRT has been the basis for a significant upheaval in school boards across the nation and become the impetus for turmoil in many of the schools they represent. Here in Colorado, for example, critical race theory moved to the center stage in the election of a grossly incompetent conservative school board majority who ran on the message of eliminating CRT in Douglas County schools, only to then unceremoniously and illegally fire a beloved superintendent who had loyally worked in the district for 26 years, causing a huge backlash from parents 
and students culminating in a thousand teachers staging a walkout protest that impacted thousands of families and students. In the midst of all this, I asked one of the supporters of this school board why they had voted for them in the first place. His response? Getting critical race theory out of our schools. When I then asked him what he thought critical race theory meant, after all, it seems like if you're that's going to be the one vote, one issue that you're going to vote for school board members on, you should you should at least know what the hell it is. His response was that he wasn't he refused to discuss the topic with a quote unquote racist. So yeah, even though this dog whistle buzzword was the entire basis for his vote to create a devastating cataclysm in the district school management, he clearly had no fucking clue what it really even meant. So perhaps it is well about time to talk about what critical race theory denotes, and even more importantly, what it does not. Critical race theory is the teaching that the history of the United States involves a systemic oppression of particular ethnic minorities, and that this long-standing discrimination, despite some monumental progress in society since the 1950s, continues to perpetuate a system of advantage for white Americans while disenfranchising black Americans, as well as other racial minorities. That's it. It is not propaganda advancing a particular political agenda. It does not tell white children that they are bad people or inherently racist. It does not suggest that modern white Americans are guilty of the atrocities of slavery or that they owe some sort of reparations or atonement for the sins of their ancestors. What it does suggest instead is that racism has been and continues to be a blight on the realization of the American ideals of democracy and equality, and that in order for America to reach its full potential as originally envisioned by our founding fathers, we all have an obligation to acknowledge this systemic racism and do our part to eradicate it. In other words, critical race theory is something of a misnomer, as it really isn't a theory at all. It's truth and history, plain and simple. And teaching anything less is an insult to educational honesty. Now, before I go any further, let's get it out there right now. That everything critical race theory teaches is historical fact and current reality. To deny the history of slavery or its lingering impacts in this country is pure willful ignorance. We can't just sit there and ignore that Africans were brought here against their will and sold into the bondage of slavery for nearly 200 years and that the southern states' desire to preserve this hateful institution was a major impetus for the Cold War that nearly split this country apart. We cannot teach our children about the optimistic ideals of equality and rights for all as espoused in the founding documents that underpin American democracy without likewise noting how those same principles were denied to a major segment of our population until the civil rights movement of the 1960s attempted to guarantee equal protection under the law for all American citizens. And if you do not believe that black Americans continue to suffer from systemic inequalities of opportunity and racial prejudice within the criminal justice system, I ask you this. How do you explain the racial wage gap where black Americans continue to earn 30% less than their white counterparts and criminal justice research studies show how black Americans are more likely to be arrested, convicted, and sentenced to more significant penalties than white Americans. Either you acknowledge that systemic racism persists in our society, causing black Americans to have fewer opportunities and thus be pushed more towards criminal conduct, 
or you are, by definition, a racist. I don't mean that as some sort of loosely hurled epithet. I mean that this opinion is the very definition of what flippin' racism is, as it implicitly suggests that the reason blacks get paid less and face criminal prosecution more often lies in the inherent characteristics associated with their ethnicity. They get paid less because, you know, they're just played less capable than whites. They get arrested more because, you know, they're more prone to commit crimes. Yeah, that perspective, my friends, is the very definition of racism. You are suggesting that some people are inherently inferior or superior based upon their race. That's it. Either you acknowledge that systemic racism is the right if we if we have to if we sit there and acknowledge that there is a wage gap, right? Or and that there is a a significant difference in outcomes in the criminal justice system, we have one of two ways of explaining that. Either the problem is the system, in which case we sit there and acknowledge that there is systemic racism. We say that the problem is the system still. Or you say, no, it's not the system. It's the people, right? It's that it's inherent to the people themselves. And that would suggest that it happens, right? Wait, people, black people get paid less because they're less worthy. They get arrested more because, you know, they're more criminal by nature. Those are your options. Choose one. I'll give you a minute. I'll let you think about it. <laughs> Those are your two options. Either you acknowledge systemic racism exists or you're racist. And I'm not trying to be polemic about it or um, to somehow or another try to throw the term racist, racist around all, the, all around. But one of those two things are true, man. Either you acknowledge that, that, that systemic racism continues to hamper black people because that's the result. The result is there. There's no changing the facts that they get paid less and they get screwed over more in the criminal justice system. Those those are facts. You can't you can't deny those. So now how do you how do you explain those two facts? There's either one that it's the system or two that it's the in, that it's you know specific to their race. And that that's racism. Now of course you have every right to pull your kid out of public schools and teach him whatever you want at home. But that that just means that your kid is going to grow up to be a dumbass. An ignorant fool who does not fully grasp the subtle racial overtones that inform modern society. You have every right to keep your kid blind to the realities of our common American history and its ramifications in the modern context. But public education is not here to make your kid feel comfortable or delude them about their country's racial past and present. As the creator of an informed citizenry, public education's only allegiance is to teaching kids the truth about the world around them. Public education should never allow the teaching of history to become politicized for the purpose of advancing a particular group's agenda. But that's exactly what it has become. Critical race theory shouldn't even be a thing. It should just be called American history. But conservatives have turned this into a racial dog whistle to rally their base around the fear of their kids being taught that they are personally responsible for slavery and all of its modern implications. They write angry and threatening emails, stage hateful protests targeting individual teachers, and most importantly to Republican leadership, show up to vote for conservative school boards and ballot initiatives aimed at removing critical race theory from their schools. To be honest, it's not all that different, right, than when um, during the Bush and Cheney administration that Karl Rove came up with the brilliant idea of putting gay marriage 
right laws on the books in a lot of contentious states so that people who hated the idea of gay marriage would show up and vote for their particular candidates. They're doing the same thing with critical race theory. They're using it as a dog whistle to rally up their base and to get them out to the voting, uh, you know, to get them out to the polls to vote, right? Using this CR, you know, critical race theory as a sideshow to get them all worked up and, you know, into a lather so that they'll show up to vote and vote for Republican candidates. These people don't even know what critical race theory is, but they know that they don't like it and they know that they don't want it taught in their kids' schools. All of this, of course, puts educators in the unenviable spot of bending to political pressure slash bullying or remaining adherent to their allegiance to teaching truth. Unfortunately, more and more of them will continue to opt for a third option, leaving the profession for a career that grants them the autonomy of educational honesty and removes them from the crosshairs of political division. Well... I'm not going anywhere, folks. I, I hope most of our teachers don't either. Um, but uh, this is where we're at. In any case, uh, hope you have a great rest of your Thursday. Um, teach your kids, man. Like, it was just, you know, this is Black History Month. Go out and teach your kids the truth. Right? Back your educators. Give them your support. They need it these days, man. They need it a lot. In any case, you know what that means. That was a little, that was a little premature with the Johnny, huh? Let's try that again, shall we? Oh, there you go. Come on. You know what that means? It means I'm out of here. Thank you everybody for listening this week. We appreciate you. Appreciate you very much. I'll be back next Thursday with another episode of Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. My name is Stephen Craig. Thank you so much for listening. Peace out, y'all. See you next week. Listen to some John there.